Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz. Welcome to another Bible Ring of the Day. Today we're in Jeremiah 26, 1 through 24, and then Matthew 7, 1 through 37. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Jeremiah threatened with death. Early in the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came from the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Stand in the courtyard of the Lord's house and speak to all the people of the towns of Judah who come to worship in the house of the Lord. Tell them everything I command you. Do not omit a word. Perhaps they will listen and each will turn from his evil way. Then I will relent and not bring on them the disaster I was planning because of the evil they have done. Say to them, this is what the Lord says. If you do not listen to to me and follow my law which I have set before you and if you do not listen to the words of my servants the prophets whom I have sent to you again and again though you have not listened then I will make this house like Shiloh and this city an object of cursing among all the nations of the of the earth the priests the prophets and all the people heard Jeremiah speak like these words in the house of the Lord but as soon as Jeremiah finished telling all the people everything the Lord had said, had commanded him to say, the priests, the prophets, and all the people seized him and said, You must die. Why do you prophesy in the Lord's name that this house will be like Shiloh, and this city will be desolate and, des and deserted? And all the people crowded around Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. When the officials of Judah heard about these things, they went up from the royal palace to the house of the Lord and took their places at the entrance of the new gate of the Lord's house. Then the priests and the prophets said to the officials and all the people, This man should be sentenced to death because he has prophesied against the city. You have heard it with your own ears. Then Jeremiah said to all the officials and all the people, The Lord sent me to prophesy against his house. In this city, all the things you have heard. Now reform your ways and your actions and obey the Lord your God. Then the Lord will relent and not destroy, not bring the disaster he has prom pronounced against you. As for me, I am in your hands. Do with me whatever you think is good and right. Be assured, however, that if you put, if you put me to death, you will bring the guilt of innocent blood on yourselves and on this city and on those who live in it for in truth the lord has sent me to you to speak all these words in in your hearing then the officials and all the people said to the priests and the prophets this man should not be sentenced to death he has spoken to us in the name of the lord our god some of the elders of the land stepped forward and said to the entire assembly of of people micah and mora and morasheth prophesied in the days of Hezekiah, king of Judah. He told all the, all the people of Judah, excuse me, he told all the people of Judah, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Zion will be plowed like a field. Jerusalem will become a heap of rubble. The temple hill, a mound overgrown with thickets. Did Hezekiah, king of Judah, or anyone else in Judah put him to death? <clears throat> Excuse me again. Did not Hezekiah fear the Lord and seek his favor? 
And did not the Lord relent so that he did not bring the disaster he pronounced against him? We are about to be t- to bring a terrible disaster on ourselves. Now Uriah son of Shemaiah from Kirath-Jerim was another man who prophesied in the name of the Lord. He prophesied the same things against this city and this land as Jeremiah did. When King Jehoiakim and all his officers and officials heard his words, the king sought to put him to death. But Uriah heard of it and fled in fear to Egypt. King Jehoiakim, however, sent Elnathan, son of Akbor, to Egypt, along with some other men. They brought Uriah out of Egypt and took him to King Jehoiakim, who had him struck down with a sword and his body thrown in, into the burial place of the common people. Furthermore, Ahakim, son of Shaphan, supported Jeremiah, and so he was not handed over to the people to be put to death. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we're in um, Mark 7, 1 through 37. Clean, clean and unclean starts us off. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus and saw some of his disciples eating food with hand, hands that were unclean. This is washed, unwashed. The Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they give their hands a ceremonial wash, holding to the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash, and they observe many other traditions, such as the washing of cups, pitchers, and kettles. So the Pharisees and teachers of law asked Jesus, Why don't your your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating their food with unclean hands? He replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites, as it is written, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rules taught by men. You have let go of the commands of God and are holding to the traditions of men. And he said to them, You have a fine way of of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. But you say that if a man says to his father or mother, Whatever help you might otherwise have received from me is Corban, that is a gift devoted to God. Then you no longer let him do anything for his father or mother. Thus you nullify the word of God by your tradition, and that you have handed down, and you do many things like that. Again Jesus called the crowd to him and said, Listen to me, everyone, and understand this. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean, but going into him rather it it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. After he had left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples asked him about this parable. Are you so dull? He asked. Don't you see that nothing that enters a man from from the outside can make him unclean? For it doesn't go into his heart, but into his stomach, and then out of his body. In saying this, Jesus declared all foods clean. He went on, What comes out of a man is what makes him unclean. For from within, out of man's heart, 
overcome evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and make a man unclean. The face, face of a Seraphonian woman. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered the house and did not want anyone to know it. Yet he could not keep the presence, his presence secret. In fact, as soon as he heard about, she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an evil spirit came and fell at his neat feet. The woman was a Greek, born in Syrian Phoenicia. She begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. First, let the children eat all they want, he told her. For it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she replied, but even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he told her, for sure, such a reply, you may go, the demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child lying on the bed and the demon gone. The Healing of a Deaf and Mute Man Then Jesus left the vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon, down to the Sea of Galilee, and into the region of the Decapolis. There some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk, and they begged him to place his hands on the man. After he took him aside, away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers in the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh said to him, Ephatha, which means be open. At this, the man's ears were open, his tongue was loosed, loosened, and he began to speak plainly. Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone, but the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you, Lord God. Thank you for showing us your great power of healing. And I ask that you be with us and watch over us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.